previously on Fistful of Destiny. Ordain, ordain to the command center, please. I came out and I checked out this relay buoy, right? And it's being used from the base. Mm. And I'm not really sure what to do about that. I was hoping maybe you could give me some advice. Because remember back when I was doing the, the seeking and I looked forward and you told me maybe I shouldn't, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I had a vision and I think one of the other three might be a traitor, but I don't know how to find out who. They're sending out information and, and, and that makes me pretty uneasy. We can find out, Kira, but when you find out, what will you do? You know, I'm I'm not sure yet, but I can't just not. I gotta do something. Some time passes. You've all had some time to rest, relax. Oh, good. Kira needs it. <laughs> you have invited back the people that are necessary to run this base. You've also extended the invitations to some of the new people you've met. <laughs> Who have you invited back? To the fist space. Dacker. Okay. Jamek. I want to send an invite to Marla. And then two show up that you don't have to send invitations to them. They know they're welcome. Tenva and Malone are, are coming yes. back to the station. Sure. I think uh, Erebos wants to send out an invite to Glumper. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> please. Please do. <laughs> You're out of the squid, and there's fun to be had. But arson's out too, and this could be bad. But all's good, because there's fun to behold. Twill those force cubes and see what's foretold. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. do. Can do. Kira got one light side point. Ganon got one dark side point. Erebos rolled one light side point. Well, now here comes Grit with another dark side <laughs> point. Keeping things perfectly balanced. As all, all things, things should be. be. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfectly synced on, on my nice. end. <laughs> it will be when the episode comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the magic of editing. Everyone has had some time to relax back at Fist headquarters. The new friends that you've made inside of the giant squid and the old friends that you've made outside of the giant squid. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two places in Star Wars. There's inside the Leviathan and outside the Leviathan. <laughs> so good. And now we are at the section of the campaign that we are in the outside portion of the Leviathan. <laughs> Relaxation has happened. Everyone has had a chance to chill. But there are some things that people would like to do before you get back into the old ways of picking up contracts, doing mercenary work, and staying away from the Empire whenever possible. So Grit... Glumper, Dacker, Erebos, and S31 and his two guards have decided to kind of spend some time on the town. To go out, uh, Grit has a really nice place he wants to take everyone, and he thinks they will all enjoy it. Malone, Cannon, Kira, and Jomic all have little odds and ends and errands that they have to do. And it's all centralized kind of in the same place. So they decided to head out there. Malone was gracious enough to invite everybody to go on his super fast ship. Nice. So it won't take too oh, much God, time. the yellow one with the red stripes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the midlife crisis ship. <laughs> Our charisma takes a beating every time we're in this thing. Unless we're in a sketchy part of town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everyone piles in that ship and takes off into various places in the galaxy. Grit, you uh, 
it, this is a little apprehensive of the rest of the crew, but you decide to take the unknown traveler because you're pretty much the only person that can run the astrogation on it. <laughs> so where you go, the ship goes. It's okay. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's taking charge and doing the piloting? Glumper's actually not a bad oh, pilot. Gosh. Oh my God. Kira does not like this. <laughs> can but... we please have Glumper pilot this thing? <laughs> Glumper can definitely can Kira give Glumper some Uh, lessons on how to fly the unknown traveler just to make it so that he doesn't crash. Glumper pushes in an old console into and he like installs it where the on the bridge. And there's like spray paint on the side that says scrap. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pulled from an old Republic bomber. Like it's super old tech and it's all analog. And he's like hooking the analog pieces up oh. to the the actual like data cable coming in to connect everything. Oh, and you know the reaction times are going to be slower, but you see him and he's very comfortable in this cockpit. He literally pulled the cockpit out. He's even got the top part that comes down over him, like the, the big dome. Oh. So he sits down on it and he hits the button and he's like in a cockpit inside of the bridge. I do want to say before you guys took off in The Unknown Traveler, I had a very serious chat with Erebos about maintaining decorum on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> I think Canon and Kira both are very uneasy yes. with the crew that is taking The Unknown Traveler. You're leaving the kids at home for the first time alone without a babysitter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, when Glumper takes off, can you say like, Glumpy roads ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Time to hit the old glumpy road. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Everyone has loaded on the ships and you have left this headquarters. Uh, Tinva is actually going to stay behind and work on the Marlin spike uh, and clean stuff up back at headquarters while you're out. And he'll he'll hold down the fort uh, while you're doing that. Uh, Marlo's also staying back with him. Oh, great. (laughs) That worked out great before. <laughs> Wait, what could go wrong? Yeah, that was fine. It's fine. We left all the all of his friends' bodies there for him. Oh to up. man, we just like no. kicked them off to the side of the corridor. No, you had a very like uh, Star Wars s funeral where you you set them on fire in the cargo bay and the then airlock. The, but then the 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 fire suppression system kicked on and like the water started spraying and oh, Kira's no. like, oh no. <laughs> well, no, it was actually a twofer because Kira wanted to make sure that the fire suppression system was working oh, correctly. Oh, yeah. So it was like it's a good eh. test. Yeah. So they're cleaning up the mess from that and uh, they will stay back at the headquarters. You're in in space. You're looking over at the two ships. Uh, Malone starts popping in the coordinates in the nav computer for the first stop. He looks over. Who else is on comms? Kira, are you up in the co-pilot seat? Uh, yeah, definitely. I would be up there uh, helping in any way I can. Well, uh, it's good to see that ship again, but uh, might be a little bit until we see her again. Oh, don't say that. I don't like that. Uh, I mean, I, you're right. Well, like, you know, two weeks or something, you know. I'm already apprehensive. You want to say uh, bye to her? <laughs> and he kind of like oh, nudges no. <laughs> you a little bit and gives you a, a, a sideways smile. No, I did. I did. I Man, that bridge is unrecognizable, but uh, <clears throat> I did what I could to make sure that their trip is successful and now I just have to push it out of my mind and be here in the moment with you making this trip successful. Right? Yes. Can I use force <laughs> powers to make myself calm? <laughs> I come over to Erebos. Erebos, 
Uh, I can use calm mind on myself. Yes, I'm going to try it. Uh, thanks anyway. And I try it. Uh, Erebos is taking uh, Ordain also. Uh, with oh, so, yeah. that's fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't go with Cannon anyway. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Where's Cannon going? Oh, not. I won't go there. No. <laughs> I'll bet Ord is excited to have the engine room to himself for once. <laughs> yeah. Without that smell. He's put his nice book cover in the corner on a lectern. <laughs> ah, all to myself. It's not really a lectern. It's actually like the controls to the engine, but he keeps like <laughs> putting it on and so people can't touch the engine control. I did put one of those Glade plugins <laughs> that has like the smell of Markin in there and I kind of tucked it away uh, just to mess so with good. him. That's great. You look at each other, you see waving from the bridge in the cockpit, Malone punches in the coordinates for your first stop and bursts into hyperspace. Aboard Malone's ship, the Vexerbones. The Ooh. Vexerbones. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're reading the the plaque on the wall, Kira, and you look up, ooh, Vexerbones. <laughs> and Malone looks back at you. He says, yeah, pretty cool, right? <laughs> Very uh, cool, Malone. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely not dorky at all. <laughs> Cannon be nice. The comm clicks on and Zavora is on it. Uh, Malone's a lady. And she <laughs> says, Malone, can you check something for me down in the cargo bay? And Malone gives a look to Cannon. Uh, Cannon, I got to go check something out in the cargo <sighs> bay. Uh, hold down the fort for me. Yeah, that'll <laughs> take you, what, like two and a half minutes? <laughs> <laughs> he got you. <laughs> Uh, he stands up. Yeah, that's a pretty funny cannon. He walks over to a panel. He hits a button at the side and mist comes out of the panel and then a tray. And he pulls the tray up and it's two perfectly made cocktails chilled. <laughs> <laughs> Malone, you would. That's some real Zap Brannigan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns to you, Cannon. He says, it's hard to be this good. And he picks up the... <laughs> The two drinks, and he walks uh, out of the cockpit. Ah, jeez. That guy. And then he yells, Kira, you're the DD. <laughs> I mean, great. I can do it. I would love to fly this ship. <laughs> she claps her hands together and rubs them together and uh, goes and jumps in the pilot seat. And it says, <laughs> says console lock engaged. <sighs> Disengage. Disengage console lock. Hey, Google. Enter password. Disengage. Cancel. <laughs> it looks like you're looking for hyperfuel adding to your shopping list and <laughs> uh, now canon and kira are alone in the cockpit oh yeah so jamek isn't up here uh, is jamek no. with us uh, jamek is with you yeah, no, yeah, he, he, yeah he's he's in the back counting all his money <laughs> <laughs> with malone and uh <laughs> no <laughs> he's in a different bag a different different bag <laughs> Malone runs in, grabs another drink. Oh, I forgot about John. <laughs> <laughs> grabs his keys. <laughs> well, Cannon, I'm ready to go when you are. Wait, are you the captain now? Who is the captain now? I sit in the captain's chair. Oh. Oh, I said that out loud. I'm sitting in the captain's chair. <laughs> okay, great. So I guess me, right? Yeah, well, I'm ready to when you are. You point to the newly labeled piece above it that says captain's chair <laughs> yeah. and an arrow that points down and says captain. Kira, I was looking at the plans of everywhere we're headed and I noticed we were headed somewhere kind of familiar to me. Oh, yeah? I was wondering, you think we'll have time to make a stop? Uh, kind of a personal situation for me? 
where uh, where is it? It's a little planet called Ponema. Ponema. Can I can I ask what's what's there that we're going to see? Well, Kira, we've been working together for quite a while now. X X amount of months. Nobody's quite sure. Yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to tell sometimes. You never feels like two years at this point, but yeah, I mean, we lost three years there at some point, and I barely remember. It was a blur. So <laughs> yeah, I know I haven't told you a whole lot about what I was doing before all of this. I know, I know, you know about Order sixty six and that kind of thing, but there were a lot of years in between there. Um. Oh, you know what? This is great. This is canonically when this is <laughs> this is canon sitting down and telling canon a fistful of destiny story. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is this is where it happens. This is who he's telling the story. He pulls out a manuscript. Well, I've got yeah. this. I've, I've got been the working on this script. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fill you in. Anyway, so about fifty nine minutes later. <laughs> so yeah, just Cliff's notes here. I took a job with a crew. I got betrayed. They dumped me on this planet, Ponema, mm. and it's a desert planet. And it's kind of a lot like Tatooine, actually, which is kind of what's been making me think about it lately. And uh, while I was there, I more or less, I don't know, I I grew attached to a person, and that that betrayer, he came back and. He slaughtered her and a lot of the other village. And before that happened, I I had a night with her and I she she had a son and the timing sort of works out. If if you if you know what I mean, I think I think I might have a son. Yeah. Yeah. And I I left, Kira. I couldn't really stay there. It seemed like I was just going to keep bringing trouble or, well, it's what I tell myself anyway, I guess. But that's sort of how I got wrapped up with the Crimson Dawn is I couldn't be there, but I wanted to leave protection for them. It's been quite a while, though, and I promised him I'd come back and we're we're mixed up in some pretty intense stuff and I'm not sure I'm going to get a chance to come back later. So if we if we can spare a day or two, uh, I'd I'd really love to to make a stop there. I think it's a star day coming up, which is what they call birthdays in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I read a book. I promise it's true. <laughs> uh, Kira thinks back to the vision that she had um, quite a while ago, but that has been on her mind of a man meeting a child and dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And she does not like that. So Kira says, okay, thank you for sharing your story with me. Um, that's <laughs> I know it took a while. Good huh? to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really appreciate that you trust me. And you know what? I want to do what is best for you and for uh, I don't, your possible son. Uh, but I, I do need you to trust me when I say, that might be a bad idea. And I'm not sure you really want to do that. I know you want to do that, but I just you just got to trust me. When do we have good ideas? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. 
look, what can we do together? We got this. Look, Canada. I- Quick adventure in and out. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> I'm not in a position to stop you. And you're my captain and I'm here for you. And, you know, if that's where you want to go and what you want to do, I will be there to do it with you. I just feel like I should warn you against it at least. But again, I, if you want to go, let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Great idea. Let's do it. Punch it, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said it was somewhere called Panema, right? Planet Ponema, City Heba. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. I got it right here. I will. <sighs> I'll add it as a waypoint. And with that, we leave the Vexorbones to its own devices. Meanwhile, back on the Unknown Traveler, Grit, you are putting on Astragato. Astragato. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. And the world goes dim. And you're floating in a world of stars and T-pos. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and you see you see lights swirling past your face, and then you you slow down. Oh, there's cosmic drift again, <laughs> and you see what you're looking for—the solar system that you're headed. Hey, you looking for me? Well, I'm a small star system. You want to get to me? You got to go through my friend. And this large equation stands out from behind. Home <laughs> hey, intensive calculations. Uh, look, this nerd's trying to get to Leon. First time traveling to the unknown region. Don't worry, I'm real friendly. <laughs> I'm transporting. Got to get through me. <laughs> no need to brush up on your astrogations for this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, you have intensive calculations to get through. This is a hard check with one setback, astrogation. Is it just me that's picturing these guys as like Matrix code? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Missing now. (laughs) Missing now, yeah. Well, I've always been pretty good at my arithmetics, so let's see. (laughs) Well, that was two success and three advantage. Very nice. You essentially sit down and you're playing chess uh, with this intensive calculations (laughs) and then puts his arm up to his face. Oh. Oh, I think he's got me. And he looks back and the <laughs> small star system says, no! And then you pull off the helmet and you set it on the console uh, and you see the locked-in coordinates. He says, oh I know Kung God. Fu. <laughs> nice to Queen 3 always gets him. <laughs> and, and everybody in the cockpit looks at you like, what? <laughs> I mean, coordinates are locked in. <laughs> Let's go. Glumper goes, oh, glump, glump. Uh, and he hits this big button. Is he a Pokemon? That... <laughs> I'd say he's closer to Pokemon than it is to human. <laughs> okay, fair, yeah. Uh, there's this giant red button in the center of his console that says hyperspace, and he slams his fist down on it, and the ship goes into hyperspace. Wait, did I put my seatbelt on? <laughs> Roll for it. <laughs> Roll for safety. <laughs> Do we know where Grit and company is, like the place they're going? Or? Funny you should ask. Glumper and the Grittisons are headed to Lehan which was known as Rakata Prime, the home world of the Rakata people. Yes. Uh, (laughs) They're very cultured. (laughs) Yes. Good job. (laughs) 
home of the first skinny silhouette restaurant. Ooh. Oh, skinny silhouette. Oh, Damn. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just introduced lore like that. I know. Oh man. <laughs> there is not as much activity on this planet anymore. It is out of the unknown regions. This is the most obtainable planet in the unknown regions. The course was plotted long ago, but it's still pretty difficult because it's not heavily traversed. So there's not a lot of data about it. And a lot of the data is not shared. This is a little bit of a black market place where you can, um, if you know the right people, you can you can buy pretty much anything and have a good time, even in an empire like this. So pod racing has been outlawed by the empire for a long time, actually. Ooh. Oh, my um, God. Are they going to get to pod race? <laughs> yeah. And we have to do what? chores. And Kira, yeah. you didn't take Kira with you for that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. She's going to be so mad. She's going to be so bad. Uh, well, she doesn't need to know. <laughs> uh, Grit has always wanted to go here, but he could never figure out the astrogation check. But now he's able to uh, because it is pretty, pretty complicated. Yeah. Uh, so you hard. land on Ricotta Prime. It is dark because all the good races happen after sunset. You land your ship out, and it's like Burning Man in out in the desert. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> yes. ships lined up and just like glow sticks in the ground to show where to land. There's no nice. docking fees. Uh, there's somebody going by with a big like truck refilling ships for a, a premium. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> like selling water. Um, yeah. But this is a happening place. You see a whole bunch of tents set up, like big, strong, uh, like luxurious tents. And all of the racers are lined up talking to people. And yeah, you got there just in time. You you grab Dacker and you run straight for the betting booth. Yes. <laughs> Erebos, you and S31 leave the ship. Uh, S31 is right behind you. What is this place, master? What trouble can we get into here? Well, we shouldn't be seeking trouble. But if it finds us... <laughs> Anyways, S31. This is like space burning man. Is that a hard fast rule? No, okay, okay. Yes, master. Yes, master. <laughs> Erebos just looks at him. I hate it when you do that, master. It makes my spine shiver. <laughs> we go to a, a gambling tent. Nice. <laughs> Classic. Classic. I Erebos. win at all the games. <laughs> So you go to uh, the gambling tent and Dacker and Grit are already there. Glumper is selling stuff outside of the ship. He has, you did not know, but he loaded a lot of junk into the <laughs> Unknown Traveler's uh, cargo bay. And he's just like selling random stuff uh, on God. the on the strip. He better be giving us like a 10% finder. You speed. will be so lucky if you see any of that money. <laughs> <laughs> you, good luck, man. <laughs> I mean, you could cut a deal, get some grit mix into there. I was going to say, there better be some grit mix in a booth out there. <laughs> you run back really quickly. You're like, hey, Clumper, sell this. The prices are listed. <laughs> he like pushes it out. I have like a little end cap display. Yeah. Yeah. It just like the, the ship's just set up. You like punch in a keypad and just like conveyor belt shoot down from the side <laughs> of the ship to just like insta set up a grit mix, just like booth and selling area. <laughs> Samples, everything. The jingle starts playing over the speakers. Glumper starts pedaling the words. Oh, put two in engine to fix engine problems. <laughs> As he's holding up the grit mix. Everyone runs to the gambling tent. 
and you look and you see <laughs> they're that excited everybody <laughs> is run. yeah uh, the whole group runs to the gambling tent nice. drinks are brought by and you're all sitting big smiles on everyone's faces s31 is leaning in waiting for the wise wisdom of erebos on what to bet on <laughs> can you cast like foresight to see who's going to win a contest <laughs> Always emotion <laughs> the future. Is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I figure I could do like maybe like a perception or streetwise skullduggery check, maybe something to just size up the uh, the pods and maybe their racers. There are nine pods and the odds are listed on the board. You've got the Trindoshan Tackler, the Great Khan's Killer, the Banana Candy, Spinebreaker. Drumstick National, Star Trek Strike Back, Grifter Soul Chain, Golden Sun Juice, Little Thunder. <laughs> Gold. Wow, and you just made up all of those right now? Yeah, <laughs> of the top of my head. Beautiful. Uh, Drumstick National is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm partial it's- to Star Trek Strike Back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drumstick National is the Anderson Pax band of the space Star Wars universe. <laughs> Anderson yes. Pack and the Drumstick Nationals. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, let's ch- let's check out the Drumstick National. You take a look over there, and there's a four-armed racer with a whole bunch of controls all around the pod, and there are several spikes protruding from the pod all over. So nobody really wants to get close to that pod. Makes sense. And the wager on it. One to one, it's an even wager. What are you thinking, Grit? Well, I'm partial to Little Thunder over there. Is this like Vegas rules where if you're in the gambling tent, your drinks are free? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just doing math to see how much I have to bet to offset free drinks. <laughs> I like the spikes, master. <laughs> <laughs> but Grifter's Soul Chain has a good ring to it and he points over there's a purple pod and it doesn't have energy couplings it just has a heavy chain going between the pods Whoa, and leading rad. back to the the pod that's awesome uh, <laughs> that's more mad max that's style nice flavor yeah more mad max style and painted completely purple wow heck yeah how many monetary units do we have <laughs> <laughs> monetary units i'd like to put them all on the high wager <laughs> Well, I'd say, how many beers are we getting for free? We can blow about 500 (laughs) credits on this one. Uh, Grit's going to put 500 on Bye Bye Little Thunder. (laughs) Um, (laughs) High risk, high reward. That's Grit. Yep. You take a look at Little Thunder. And the reason it's called Little Thunder is it's not fusion powered pod. It's all repulsor based. So it's all electric. So it's a new EV, but it does not have high market confidence. (laughs) Um, It looks very, it kind of looks like the smart car of the pod racers. What if uh, we accidentally throw some grit mix into the engine? (laughs) Dacker comes over. Oh, grit. I think we could sabotage one of these pods. You know, if you're into that sort of thing, maybe even the odds. Well, Dacker, that sounds uh, highly suspect. (laughs) Grit's already a couple drinks in. (laughs) That racer's kneecap looks pretty easy to snap. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've had too much. (laughs) He pushes the drink back. We don't need to kneecap anyone. We're here for a good time. Not to weigh in a boatload of money. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a, a good call. 
Yeah. I get carried away. Now, Tomic's pretty cool, but he's really boring. Like, he always <laughs> wants to just, you know, work on his spaceships. And he's really filthy rich, though. Like, oh, my gosh. Man, I was going to say, I know someone like that until you mentioned the filthy rich part. But, <laughs> you know, if you did kneecap somebody, you might be able to take their place as the podcast. <laughs> Podcaster? <laughs> now this is podcasting. <laughs> Try advertising. That's a neat trick. <laughs> anyway, pod racing. Well, that's not a bad idea. Gripful of Destacast can be a, a sponsor of this here pod race. Uh, Grit, please g- grab like a big magnet of the Grit Mix logo and stick it on the side of one of these racers well i was gonna say oh my god can i try to get into the uh, announcer's booth <laughs> oh my god plug my podcast <laughs> is that something i actually want to do yeah decker i think needs to walk off a little bit of his uh stupor so we're gonna go plug gritful decker stands up and he gets a little woozy at first and there's a very small looking alien sitting down it's the same race that that uh, maz is from uh the new trilogy and he looks up and he sees like this this giant Gamorian like teetering about to fall. <laughs> and he like pulls himself back on, on his chair. <laughs> yeah. And Dacker starts moving like towards him and grit. You see him stagger. Go ahead and make a athletics check. Yes. Or no, coordination. No. Coordination. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, this guy's going to get got. <laughs> Average though. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Nice. Whew. Woo. Grit got a success, but he got one threat to go with it. You grab Dacker and you hold him kind of steady, uh, but both of you end up falling off the stool backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, big fella. And the electronic bartender comes over and it's like a hologram. Is this Red Robin? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> the stupid touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hologram and it says, whoa, you've had enough. Would you like to place more bets now? And kind (laughs) of like puts his hands forward and you see his hands and each of the fingers. There is one of the pods that kind of illuminates from it. And you can put uh, place your bets if you want to before you leave. We're going to put 500 credits on Lil Thunder and then we're going to go walk off our drunkenness. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And we'll get some drinks along the way. (laughs) And we're going to get some drinks along the way. So you stumble out of the bedding and the drinking tent. Erebos, we're going to go head up, uh, see if we can plug the Gritful of Destiny up in the announcer's booth. So we'll be right back. That's a great idea, Grit. Good luck. Thank you kindly. (laughs) Erebos, what would you like to bet on? Well, I'm looking around. Does Erebos see any pods that are piloted by like a young kid? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Going to make a perception check. Yes. <laughs> this one is hard with one setback. Kids are harder to spot. <laughs> <laughs> they are smaller beings. Well, he should get a bonus because he's used to seeing Kira down there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Woo! Nice. That's uh, four success, three threat, and a triumph. You see the hell out of a kid, dude. You really see a kid. <laughs> Too bad you can't pull numbers like that when it counts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Three threat, though. Yeah. You look down, and you see an Umbaran. An Umbaran child. And he's standing by one of the pods, the Spinebreaker. 
Ooh. It's a flat square design, but this pod has a skeletal spine and a rib cage of some creature you're not familiar with uh, to form the back part of the pod. That's badass. It's metal. You see <laughs> the Umbaran, but you notice on his clothes, there's a sigil, and it's not of the house that you are in. It is of a rival house. This Erebos' Anakin moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he the pilot? <laughs> it looks like he is. You haven't seen this sigil since you went to Vanthamir. And you remember it because someone that you had killed was wearing it. But before you killed them, but after you killed them, it's weird because uh, it's timey weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, the city lost to time, right? Yeah. Erebos is thinking that since he rolled a triumph, this kid... Top tier pilot ace. <laughs> but the three threats make him rival house. Airbus isn't going to be buddy buddy with him, but he's going to win a lot of money off of betting on him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Airbus is going to give 500 credits to S31 so he can bet on the, the purple rocket, big cool pod. <laughs> the, the grifter soul chain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The grifter soul chain. Nice. And then Erebus is going to put down 3,000 smackaroos. Ooh. Wowza. On uh, the ribcage rouser. (laughs) (laughs) The ribcage rouser. It's Spinebreaker. And then Erebus has been practicing uh, something a little new, and he wants to gesture to S31 to look on with awe as uh, he engages a little bit of battle meditation. Oh, cool. The force user directs allies in battle. Allies a little rough, but you know, making them more effective. And so, you're not enemies. Exactly. Master, how do we know our money's safe? What if we lose? He won't lose while he's under our influence, just like you will never lose while you're under mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Watch, young one, and learn. Welcome to the mid-roll. It's me, Drew. Thanks, as always, for being here. Uh, Hey, if you missed our announcement posted last week, we just want to let you know that we re-recorded and re-released our first three episodes. It is a totally different three-episode adventure, so go check that out if you are itching for some pre-fist hijinks. Uh, Let us know how you like it, too. We would love to hear from you. You could also go find our subreddit, r slash Fistful of Destiny on Reddit, or head on over to Patreon if you want in on some special bonus content and releases. By the way, thanks a million to our new patron, Nicole Tracy. Welcome to the VIP club. Let us know how you like that sweet, sweet bonus content. Alrighty, I'm out of here. The next episode is March 27th. Bye, y'all. Well, hello there, and thank you for listening to this fine radio program. My name is Daddy Silhouette, and I'm here to invite you to my new restaurant on Rakata Prime, named after my favorite son, Skinny Silhouette. I personally guarantee that this will be the most delicious space Italian food you've ever had, or your money back. Try our hearty hyperspace pasta bake. Just one bite and you'll be out of this world. 
Or for something lighter, you might like our lean Tatooine Florentine. That one's the favorite of my two sons. Or keep it simple with our speciality, Skinny Silhouette's Wetty Spaghetti, the wettest spaghetti you've ever had, just the way Baby Skinny likes it. So stop on by Skinny Silhouette's on Ricotta Prime and give it a try it. You and Decker are headed towards the announcer booth while currently inebriated with some big plans <laughs> to put your tape on the air. <laughs> and this is a great if idea. They just play my tape. I know they'll love it. <laughs> you start walking around looking for the announcer booth and you can see that it's actually a floating pod that's kind of above the area looking out over it. And there's a bunch of view screens. But you look up and you see there's the remote pod controls and it's like docking station that's set up in this rig. It almost looks like a carnival that comes and sets up all their rides. It's something like that where they set up the announcer booth and all the speakers and hollow projectors. And you rush up to it and there's somebody standing over to the side eating what looks like funnel cake (laughs) and and looking on to the track and, and, and the racers. And as you approach the controls, he looks over like, hey, 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 you can't do that. Hey, what you doing over there? (laughs) Uh, And he sets the funnel cake down and then he starts walking (laughs) you with his hand out like real purposely. Can I flip a destiny point to have a clipboard and a high vis vis vest? (laughs) uh, (laughs) You can get anywhere. You're walking away from him and then he puts his hand up and he says that. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you have the high vis vest and the clipboard on 100%. Hard hat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's like, hard wait hat. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now it's okay here, buddy. I got some maintenance to do on this here remote pod con- controller. So if you just go back to your funnel cake, we'll t- get this taken care oh, of. Uh, I, I, I wasn't aware of any maintenance. Uh, I'm kind of new here. Well, son. Uh, you, you, uh, you look so official, though. This is space burning, man. <laughs> We're not really aware of anything that's going on at any given time. So if you just let us get to it, we can get this pod race up and rolling. I'm going to need to hear some credentials. <laughs> uh, make a deception check. I will give you two boosts because you have the accoutrements. Well, now here I am and I'm here to say my <laughs> name is Grit and I'm a mechanic on base. <laughs> nice. So don't you worry about what I do. Just go back and watch the pod racer too. <laughs> Beady bop. And here is jo- uh, Dacker. Is that Glumper beatboxing? <laughs> <laughs> that was Dacker. Uh, Dacker. <laughs> <laughs> I know they sound the same. <laughs> You'll love to see it. We got one success and three advantages. You point at something that is not bad, but you make it look really bad. What is it? And what do you say about it? It's the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the remote control for the drone thingy. Yeah. Well, there's one lever and the knob is like all twisted off. And you can't control a lever without a knob. So I'm like, mm. I got to go take a look <laughs> of at course. this. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what if your hand slipped? <laughs> that, and that's, that's like regulation or, or something? Oh, now you do not want to get Space Ocean on this. <laughs> Socha. They'll shut this thing down faster than you can say Womp Rat. Oh, okay. Well, you, you can fix it before uh, 
for the race, right? Who do I look like? Uh, <laughs> Imperial officer? <laughs> no, I can get this fixed real quick. You look like a terrifying beast wearing a windbreaker. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> and he, he goes back and he sits down uh, and he eats his funnel cake. He's still eyeing you up and down like, what the hell? <laughs> Dacker y- yells out, Stern's not cool. <laughs> Take a picture. It'll last longer. And, and he kind of like turns and looks forward instead. So I go and put the knob back on the lever. <laughs> I'm assuming there's some controls to the actual broadcast from here. Or do I have to get into the remote? Oh, all, all the data cables are there. Yeah, you could like grab them and like sever yeah, them. I have a data them. data pad that I can just plug my ad into and then time it. So it plugs through like once they start broadcasting. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, you pull out the, the cable. There is a heavy amount of computer work here, though, uh, because the yeah. format's not the same. You're There's going no from AVI cable? to MP4, and it's not <laughs> just <laughs> the codex. Something about the codex. Um, go ahead and make a computer's check. Average difficulty with two setbacks. Are you sure it's not a melee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every punch this computer into. There's submission. one way to turn the computer. Uh, Dacker is helping you though, so you get one boost. And a real quick upgrade that skill. <laughs> Dacker is helping you though, so you get another setback. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that seemed more like setback territory. <laughs> Ooh! Oh no, oh, man! <laughs> well, grit did not do too hot. He failed with a threat. But would you go and look at that? There's a triumph in there. <laughs> you cannot override the broadcast and put your own in because the formats are not the same. Gotcha. But I have an eight track. You can <laughs> redirect it to the Imperial Shopping Network. QVC. Yep. And you decide to do that. Yeah. And then you make a phone call. <laughs> uh, they are selling a, a nice selection of industrial size shield generators and auctioning off them at a, a, a very nice price. Nice. You tune in and all of a sudden through the speakers, you hear the, and these lovely shield generators can be purchased by, and everybody just kind of stops and looks around. <laughs> the guy that's sitting there eating his funnel cake turns is, oh, no, damn it. No, uh, no, don't touch that. Don't touch that. And he starts walking towards you. <laughs> you have a little bit of time. You pull up the comm system back at the ship and you say, 3CIO, make a holonet call. God. <laughs> 3CIO calls the Imperial Shopping Network and you hear the voice, Cholera, you're interested in these shield generators. And you hear your voice <laughs> echoing throughout the stadium. Oh, no. I do love me a shield generator or two, but you know what I love more than that? A nice podcast. And my podcast, Gritful of Destiny, we talk about everything that goes on in the galaxy, the outer rim, what have you. And we also have just the lay people, anybody that you could ever think of on air with us. Do you want to hear what kind of animal these people want to be or how many animals they want to fight off? A rancor or a hundred duck-sized rancors? You can find out on the Gritful of Destiny podcast. We also have in-universe ads. They're great. <laughs> Share it to your friends. <laughs> and my wrench, folks. <laughs> the last bit is cut off. And then you hear this nasty voice. Don't ever call the Imperial Shopping Network again or we'll find you. And then the comm clicks off. But the damage is done. <laughs> You're at- You are definitely going to get a call from Norvin. She's going to respond to you now. <laughs> I thought that's who you were going to call. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
And uh, yeah, you have triumphantly got your message across the galaxy. <laughs> nice. So Grit had to hack into this system and get it to play the Imperial Shopping Network. <laughs> and then he had to call in. And then once he got on air, he played from his phone. <laughs> he ad no, I thought he podcast. just was talking into it. Yeah, he's just talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. He yeah. was just... But you missed it. one. He That's actually much simpler. He had to call yeah. to the ship, the ship, which then oh, called right, to right, the... Oh, right, right, right. And three CIOs just holding the comm link next to the hollow projector. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a 30-second delay. There's got to be... <laughs> That sounds like some of the workarounds we had to come up with, like at the cabin to make some of yeah. it work. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, we'll just put seven adapters on it. It'll be fine. It did. It worked. And we don't get in any trouble. No trouble. <laughs> uh, it, it, you, you, you hit the button and you put your hands up. I'm done. I'm done. And the guy's like, oh, well, well, that race hasn't started yet. I'm going back to my funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't put the knob back on, and now I'm going to call Space OSHA. Oh! <laughs> Just kidding. I Got want em. this pod race to go on. When the funnel cake guy turns back around, you're wearing like a sharp polo, and you're like, you're going to be in a lot of trouble, mister. <laughs> um, yeah. Erebos, you hear the sound of Grit's voice booming through the speaker system back at the races, but it's too far away to hear what it is. And you just assume, well, wow, he got, got on the air. Dang. <laughs> uh, and you're God walking through <laughs> some of the tents. You lock eyes with the Rodian uh, and you look down and you see several disruptor rifles and he looks up and goes, and uh, he says to you, you want to make your friends disappear? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something for somebody a little more stealth inclined or uh, mischievous. Uh -uh. Four tents down, the black one. Thank you. S31 says, I would like to make my friends disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he looks down, such a delicate weapon. And he's like putting his like fingers across it. Uh, and he's like kind of lagging behind. Well, if your pod wins, S31, maybe you can afford one. My lucky pod, the soul chain that binds us all. Uh, and he turns. <laughs> I'll be back later. And he points at the Rodian uh, and continues on. You approach the black tent. And you look inside. There are several mannequins laid out on the inside of, of various creatures. And they have armaments on them, things on their wrists, goggles. Very well laid out. It's kind of a showroom. There's quiet Star Wars music playing in the background. It's it's lo-fi Star Wars uh, beats you can relax to. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. As played on a small speaker kind of in the corner of the tent, you see a Natulian sitting in a chair, stand up and walk over, wearing nice clothes. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, can I interest you in something or just browsing? Well, you see, I got a space mall subscription in the mail. <laughs> it had some really cool things in it. Everybody was suggesting your tent has all the latest in security and espionage gear. Oh, it does. If you take a look at this mannequin, well, you can't see him now, can you? <laughs> and, and he pushes his hand out and he hits something on the chest piece. And a mannequin appears in front of you. 
<gasps> it has a personal stealth field generator. It's very nice. There's also a cascader. Have you seen these before? Oh yeah, I've got that page bookmarked. Excellent. Uh, they're very useful. I'd say 2,000 credits for you if you want to walk out with one right now. Well, in the magazine, they're listed for 1,800. Oh, that must have been an old issue. Do you price match yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't do background checks. How much for four? Four of them. You know, for four, I could do 1,800. All right, four for 1,800. That's a deal. <laughs> You're pretty clever, but no. 7,200 credits. 7,000 and you got a deal. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, he pulls back. It's almost like you're wearing a cascader already. Make a negotiation check. This is a hard check. With one boost, though, because uh, he likes that you're not a filthy human. <laughs> I love Erebos pointlessly haggling over 200 credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean, It's so good. Really picking up from canon. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, four what? success and four advantage. Wow. S31 steps into the corridor and pulls down his hood in a rare fashion. And you can see the horrible disfigurement that the cloning process and all the pipes and stuff that has gone through him. And he looks really menacingly towards the shopkeeper. And then he looks over at one of the mannequins. I like this place. The shop owner looks and says, you travel with people I would like to do business with. I'll give you the whole lot for 4000 and your contact information. That sounds like a deal. I'll box him up for you. He spins around and he runs into the back, the tent parts. S31 says, you're paying him for these. We could just like take one. It'd be so easy. And he goes to reach out and grab one of them, but then he pulls <laughs> his hands back. No, 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 that's, that's not the way. If we take them now. Then we'll never get any more later. Wise words. Wise words. I will follow your lead. Uh, and he waits patiently, just kind of looking around, very awkwardly standing right in the middle of the tent, like the, <laughs> the entrance. Uh, the owner brings back uh, the items of the cascaders and hands them to you. And he hands you another box uh, with that, uh, that S31 does not see. Mm. What do the cascaders do? What is it? Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, so you guys can all add them to your gear. No big deal. So yeah, it, it upgrades all charm, deception, and leadership checks. Nice. Ooh. Cool. It's a, it's a Snapchat filter, but for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Erebos, Grit, Dacker, and S31 get back to the races just in time. And you see Glumper, for some reason, in a like one of the skyboxes, uh, and he goes, hey, hey, over here, hey, I've got nachos. Do you have a clipboard and a high-vis vest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like Glumper got us a seat. Gotta love that Glumper. He is, in fact, proving useful, Master. Yeah, Glumper's a great guy, S31. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and it looks like he's got nachos. Oh. Write that down, S31. I love nachos. <laughs> <laughs> write that down write that down master loves nachos remember that guard droid number one <laughs> guard droid number one turns and says S31's master likes nachos remember that guard droid number two <laughs> <laughs> guard droid number two says saving to data banks <laughs> and everyone gets to the the skybox and 
you watch the pod race. It is very exciting. Now we are going to have the rules for the bets. Nice. Yeah. Let's start with S31. S31 made a series of prop bets, and we will see what the grifter soul chain does. <laughs> I'm going to roll a 1d4, and if I get a 1, he wins. Oh! oh, 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 oh yes. Yeah! It's happening! Boom! <laughs> I forgot, I even forgot your battle meditation, but damn! <laughs> Hell yeah. So he actually wins 3 to 1, <laughs> so he wins 1,500 credits. Yeah. Wow. S31 yells out and says, yes, yes, he is the superior pod racer. Uh, and he, he turns uh, and he runs to go get the money real quickly. You're looking at your stub grit. There's a series of like prop bets and things. Uh, so multiple people can win. And nice. you're seeing if your series pays off. For you, though, Little Thunder is Little Thunder not doing great. Ooh. Erebus, you would like to use battle meditation, though, right? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a battle meditation check. I'm also going to use a maneuver to activate my unstable kyber crystal. Give myself just a little bit of an extra boost for this one. (laughs) Sweet. What does that look like? Yeah, I've got it set up so I don't actually have to ignite my lightsaber. God, I hope not. (laughs) It's just like a little metal slide on the side of the lightsaber to expose the kyber, the crystal. And I just kind of like palm it. Get a little uh, force goodness. Nice. Yeah, there's an orange crackling sound. That's a thing. Orange crackling sound. Actually, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it has synesthesia. It sounds just like when you crack open a new gallon of Tampico. Yes. <laughs> um, you get that beautiful orange crackling sound. Uh, and a little bit of orange bolts of electricity kind of uh, hit your palm and you feel the power from the, the crystal. And you see what's going to happen. And I roll six light side. So, jeez. Um, oh my goodness. That's amazing. That's as good as it gets. So, I don't know how far this uh, pod race goes uh, range wise, like in range bands. Would it go beyond extreme? Planetary medium. <laughs> <laughs> Is that beyond extreme? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, so I can use, I'll add two automatic success to the racer of my choice and I will, I upgraded so I can suffer four strain to have it affect the whole planet. Wow. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Yes. Wow. That will do planetary medium. So <laughs> nice. all of the checks, you see what's going to happen and you attune to their reflexes and direct them to make the right calls to win the race exactly as it needs to be. So Grit, you're going to roll for Little Thunder. That's a 1d8 and you need a 1. But because of the battle meditation, you can win on a 1, 2, or a 3. Oh, dang. We're still going to lose. What if we sing Little Thunder a song? Fly, fly, Little Little Thunder. thunder. (laughs) Please don't pull us under. We will always fly together. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Grit rolled a one. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Heck yeah. Little thunder's flying, baby. That's so insane. More like little lightning. You didn't have to do much, Erebos. Uh, he would have won. He, and he wins the bet for you, Grit. And you win seven to one. <laughs> <laughs> How much oh did you bet? Nice. 500? 500? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. You just got 3,500? Erebos, 
Jinx on me, bud. <laughs> Eros is like, they better be. Erebos is clutching his ticket. Like, <laughs> focusing. There's blood coming out of Erebos's nose. Oh, God. <laughs> this battle meditation as he takes the strain. Come on. Come on. <laughs> For you, Erebos, the spine breaker, it is a two to one odds. It's not as good. But you roll a D3, and it's a win on two to three. And now it's a win on three to three because <laughs> you're battle meditation. <laughs> I see this as an absolute win. I, I, I like those odds. And if you get a one, two, or three, you win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a two. You uh, win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you get half of your money back uh, because it was actually a favorite, the, the Spinebreaker. So you get 1,500 credits. The pod stops and there's celebration and the pilot of the Spinebreaker gets out and he looks around and he looks right up in the stands and you're just standing there. Everybody's cheering and you're just solitary, not moving. And like Professor Snape eyes. in the Quidditch match. Yep. <laughs> He's just standing there menacingly. <laughs> and you lock eyes for a moment. Erebos winks. <laughs> uh, and well, Erebos, how did you do that? And Grit tries to wink and he just blinks. <laughs> uh, the pilot turns and goes, oh. <laughs> Everyone well, grabs their winnings and you are partying back at the tents. There's, there's food and, and drink and you have a lot of money to spare and you're spreading it around a little bit and making people happy. Hell yeah. Grit buys the driver of Little Thunder around nice <laughs> does he say that he's buying him around but he actually gets like a free one from the gambling tent and brings it in? <laughs> uh, give me just one second let me go grab your drink <laughs> <laughs> he leans back i knew it would work nobody said that my electric pod racer was going to beat them but i knew it would work uh, and he like takes the drink and raises it up and and sings a drinking song sings a drinking song take Everybody it away Todd night. and the sounds of the party rage on into the night as the race is over 